Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Yeah. Hello, and this is the Merge Boot Podcast. You may have missed us. Because we've been gone for a couple months. You may have and, not. Uh, <laughs> you probably did. Or, I don't know, may, if you missed Survivor, you may, and you were a regular listener to this podcast, you may have missed watching an episode of Survivor and then checking in with Joel and Cody. That's or, us. Or they may have forgot about us altogether. And then when we popped up, they're like, oh, yeah, these guys, they were fun. Why? <laughs> what? I say you you may have missed us and you get you you given out or they didn't. Like, <laughs> well, I want to I want our expectations to be low. Yeah, like, and I don't maybe, want us to get hurt. Maybe we have a new listener in Tyler. Can you hear my cats? No, like wrestling. They're like hissing and meowing at each other. Oh my god. I can't um, I can't hear them at all on my end, Joel, but um we're back to true form of uh of merge boot. You started the intro and you got distracted <laughs> by cats. Yeah, I'm always well, I mean, I didn't close my door to them and they, they don't usually fight in the kitchen, but here they are fighting in the kitchen. They're like, oh well, I've they said we've missed Joel podcasting. Much like the <laughs> listeners. We have to be assholes and fight um, in the podcasting studio. So to our new listeners, thank you for joining us. We are a Survivor podcast. And if uh, you don't know what Survivor is, um, check it out. <laughs> it's a TV show and uh, we are on season 45. And today we are going to react to the cast bios on entertainmentweekly.com. Yeah, a um, little breakdown of the cast, little... Uh, breakdown. What if this podcast that we're doing right now um, pisses off the listeners like it does your cats and they're fighting each other as we speak? Uh, we do that to people. <laughs> we cause I, brawls. There's, there's, there's been many reports all around the world of people um, having fits of mania and fighting their friends. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it's many times connected to um, the the police looked at their phone and what they were listening to when they started fighting, and it was the Merge Boot podcast. Yeah, so that's definitely a show you want to get involved with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Should we kick off with the first person here? Because we got a lot to do. We got a lot to do. These usually take a while, and we have a hard out today. So we got Austin. Yeah, Austin, 26 years old, grad student, hometown mm-hmm. San Jose, current mm-hmm. resident Chicago. Which one do you care about, though? The hometown, probably, right? Um, Not really the I current. care about both. I mean, are you big? Are you like, oh, I like San Jose, but I hate Chicago? Um, Well, I've been to Chicago. Okay. The only, th- the only thing I know about uh, San Jose is their hockey team, the Sharks. Chicago, I know a little bit about. I was there for. Do you know their hockey team? Or five nights. Um, Chicago, Bra- no. It's an offensive 
Um, the Blackhawks. The Blackhawks, right. Um, yeah. um, it's, so why do you want to be a part of Survivor? Because I'm confident I can win it and $1 million, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's one life experience you feel has prepared you for the game? As a kid, I was a shell of my current self. I was shy, had terrible acne for a dozen years, wore braces. Oh my God. Do you think that helps you in Survivor? Mm, nice teeth, straight teeth. He says he had mild Tourette's as well. And uh, he worked for years to build himself up. Um, and he feels that that experience made him a much more empathetic person. I bet. Good for you. Um, he, previous player he uh, identifies most with Owen Knight. Um, wow. We get an Owen shout out on here. Yeah, I mean, this is hey, the era of Survivor we're in. I I think Owen, if you want to play like Owen, maybe want to win as well. And then the other people, <laughs> he says you play the most like a J. Oh, he says I identify the most with Owen Knight. Okay, so I'll play the most like Jay and Wendell. Jay also um, win. Jay didn't win. Wendell won. But Jay's one of the most. I mean, everyone knows Jay's one of the people people talk about all the time for wanting back. Wendell going to be here in Toronto for the premiere. Mm-hmm. Are we going to go to that? Well, I have a comedy show. What time? It's 6.30, I think. Mm-hmm. Might be cutting it close. Yeah. Um, but what will you value in an alliance? Laughter. That's what we value in our alliance, Joel. Yeah, maybe he should listen to, to Merge Root. <laughs> no, he'll start fighting. He'll be a curmudgeon. Like, Owen actually wasn't a curmudgeon until he started listening to Merge Root. <laughs> lovable curmudgeon, though. Yeah, he's a lovable curmudgeon because he kept that side of him, but he's still pretty pissed now. Uh. Um, his pet peeves is any form of waste, wasted time, money, opportunity, food. Also, banana-flavored candy, but I still eat them because no wasting. <laughs> oh, man. So every year, we every season, we, we, we zero in on the, who, the, the, the question, who in your life is the biggest inspiration and why? And it's always their parents. Sometimes yeah. we get par- answers that aren't their parents. <laughs> um, and listen, I'm not an Arado guy, but uh, Austin says, aside from my parents, maybe Naruto, Naruto. 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 That ninja never gives up no matter up the obstacle. <laughs> I mean, we went on a whole riff about <laughs> fictional characters that would be we would put for this. And honestly, Austin must have heard it. <laughs> what did we what did we say? We said uh I think we said like Mickey Mouse or something like mm-hmm. that. We said like Freddy Krueger. Joey from Friends. <laughs> yeah, we we went on. I mean, okay. if you if this episode isn't long enough for you, we have another fifty hour one there. Mm. Go back and listen to that one. We we had that one fun riff. <laughs> uh, that was for the forty four cast. Yeah, yeah. If you want to know about a cast that's already <laughs> <laughs> been aired. Uh, okay, so D Valadares. Yeah, you're done with Owen. What do you think overall with Owen or oh. Austin? Um, fan of Owen seems seems fit. 
Seems fit. Nothing's popping out to me too hard. Um, and again, when we do our, um, um, the video, the, sorry, the, uh, the, the draft will have watched the videos so we can kind of see their personality a bit more in the videos. Um, but, uh, yeah, he doesn't, he seems like a chill guy. I'm sure like he's got a, a cool story about the mild Tourette's and the banana and, candy and, and, was funny. Yeah. And, and Naruto. Um, and I like Owen Knight. Um, I liked him quite a bit on his season. So I don't know if he identifies with Owen. It's just a fish pushing that rock up the hill. Um, then uh, we may have a cool character. I'm all in on Austin. I think he's number one. Good. To get, well, he's definitely number one on the Entertainment Weekly cast photos and bios. Okay. D. Valadares. Havana, yeah. Cuba. 26 fiery. years old. Sorry? She's fiery. Oh, yes. Um, I was like, why did you say that? And it's like, oh, she's got the three words to describe her. Fiery, <laughs> wildly enthusiastic, empathetic. You got it. I think, and she's an entrepreneur, I think if you're going to have alliteration, you put it at the beginning. So, enthusiastic, empathetic, fiery. Not fiery, wildly empathetic, uh, enthusiastic, empathetic. It just rolls out the tongue more when the alliteration is at the beginning of the list. Yeah, she's already failed. Okay, moving on. Enthusiastic, empathetic, fiery. <laughs> Everyone else's, every other podcast's critique is like, yeah, I don't think she has the strength or will to to be the sole survivor. <laughs> okay, well, I mean, I'm like, those podcasts are just as lame. It doesn't have the yeah. strength or will. You're just reading a bio, asshole. I'm not saying they're not lame. I'm just saying our critique is the alliteration. <laughs> Oh, say doth that such tangle. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What is this episode? Is anyone going to want to <laughs> listen to this? Oh, my God. Um, Sorry. Um, It is early in the morning. And for some backstory, I did sleep in by half an hour and leave. Cody's sitting on his on his fucking chair. <laughs> <laughs> Joel's Joel's half asleep for this. None of my lifts or uh, riffs are landing. It's all it's over. There, it's over for the podcast, Joel. <laughs> and then one guy stops punching another guy, and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, um. The previous player that she identifies with is Jesse. Okay, so we're going to be getting a slew of Jessies, is my prediction these days. A lot of 43 people so far. Two I, 43s. They also, probably, they, I don't think they watched 44, so. Also feels like uh, she plays the game like Tony. Come on. Love that. Well, mm. I mean, like, it's never true. Everyone puts Tony. It's never true. I would love to see her play like Tony. That would that would rule. Um, it, if she's like being nuts like him, and also like Jesse, I like her already. She's she's picked two heavy hitters as the people that uh, uh, she identifies the most with. Um, what will you valley and and Alliance? Excuse me. 
So what will you value an alliance member? Someone who sticks to their word. Stick to your word. <laughs> um, you you were yawning, but you're like, I gotta say something. Yeah. Sorry. Is, <laughs> is this terrible podcasting? This is awful. I guess someone <laughs> we're we No, it's good. No, people that's aren't, not people even sentences kind of being insight. formulated anymore. People don't get this kind of insight. What, on other from, podcasts and in their own brain. They don't get an insight from a guy that just rolled out of bed and is reading this thing for the first time. <laughs> what a unique perspective. <laughs> don't oh my the quiet God. part loud. Somebody's, somebody who just stopped beating the shit out of their friend just stopped dead in their tracks and thought, you know what? They're right. This is a bad podcast. <laughs> oh my this god! Beating the shit out of my friend. Yeah. Um, Violence has ended. Uh, her pet peeves are bad tippers, road ragers, constantly being late, injustice to kids, old people, or dogs. Oh, she doesn't like old people. That's a pet peeve. No, no. <laughs> It's the injustice to kids, old people, or dogs. I think she doesn't like injustice to kids, but also doesn't like old people and dogs. No. Yeah, they should have, like, done that differently. Um, yeah, injustice to old people, injustice to old uh, to kids, injustice to dogs. Um, yeah, no, I like D. I like D. I like that answer. Do you like um, when you go into a place? Here's the thing. And you tip, and then they go, looks like we got a big tipper, and they ding the bell, and they go crazy. It's never happened to me. <laughs> but would you like that attention called to you when you're tipping? Um, So that you at least get something out of it. That's not why I would do it. I would do it because I have a lot of money. <laughs> <laughs> I did... Um, I did have a uh, tipping experience uh, recently. No, oh, yeah, yeah. Did the guy who looked like Michael Richards coming to your restaurant <laughs> called me the N word. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was referencing something different. <laughs> um, uh, go on. Uh, but I had it. So I mean, recently. When I've got Uber Eats, they deliver it to the wrong door and drop it off there and leave. So I've reserved my tipping to decide how much I give based off of what happens, right? So I go from 15 to 20 on the scale, and I'm deciding by what ends up going down. Okay. But I had an Uber Eats driver message me on the thing, and um, he was uh, calling me out before he picked out my food that I hadn't tipped yet. And I was like, oh, I've been having a lot of problems recently about people not delivering to the right door. So I decide how much I tip based off of if the food gets to me or not. And he was like, that's bullshit. And he really started calling and he really started eating into me. That's really uh, shitty. And then I was like, are you OK? And he's mm -hmm. like, no, you're not. He's like, I'm going to um, not accept, not pick up your order and bring it to you and just wait and hold it here so it takes longer for you. And that'll teach you a lesson. 
I was like, what? What do you think about that, Joel? Um, I w- And then I said, I don't want you anywhere near my house, so keep it. Uh, yeah, that sounds like bad customer service. And honestly, you could probably, if you felt that strongly about it, you could probably report them. Well, it was completely unhinged behavior. So I did see that there was an option to block the driver permanently from ever coming to your house. Oh, yeah. So I definitely did that. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. that. Uh, so then I went to the restaurant, found the guy with my food, and beat the shit out of him while listening to Merge Boot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good. I I recently ordered Uber Eats and it cost me eighty thousand dollars <laughs> for a poke bowl. And I thought I need to be a bit more responsible with with my money because if I if I bought a sweater that was the price is price of this eighty thousand dollar sweater. Yeah, if I bought a sweater that was the price of this Pokeball, I would be so mad at myself. And every time I wore it, I would remember how much I spent on it and and think, oh my God, I can't believe, I still can't believe I did that. Um, meanwhile, I ate this Pokeball in five minutes. <laughs> but was it worth it? No, I don't remember the Pokeball. It doesn't keep me warm at night. <laughs> All you remember is the dent it made in your bank account. Yeah. Yeah. It's, okay. It's getting hard out there. Hey, we're a half an hour into this podcast and we're <laughs> through. We're not even through the second person. <laughs> uh, her her uh, D's favorite uh, person. Biggest inf- inspiration in her life is her, is her dad. That is boring. Okay. Brian Donlon. Do you want to just stop talking about these contestants and just get a Pokeball? I would go to the restaurant and get a Pokeball. I'm not (laughs) ordering it. (laughs) Well, by the time you get through with the Uber Eats fees and the restaurant fees and the tip and the this and the that, it's always like $100. Yeah, well... I mean, you should be like me and uh, just get chewed out by the driver and then they don't take your food and then you just get refunded and the restaurant suffers. Yeah, I should do that. (laughs) Hey, uh, this third guy, also 26 years old. That's three in a row. Yeah, three 26-year-olds. He's from Sicklerville, New Jersey. Born and raised. Empathetic, inquisitive. Relatable. See, he's got the right idea. Uh, except they're not quite... A, it's not quite an alliteration because there's not the same letter, but it is both <laughs> vowel sounds there. Empathetic, inquisitive, relatable. So it does sound like alliteration. Um, What's one life experience you feel you've had prepared? My background in writing is imperative for a game like this. I like to think how... I like to think I know what to say, how to say it, and who I should say it to. And then he, right after that, he says the pre- previous player we identifies the most, which is Mike White, you, f- and then <laughs> David Wright and Cochran Penner. This guy likes to fancy himself a writer, does he? 
Well, he is a content producer. Yes, the 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 Ernest Hemingways of our days. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> content producer. You Brandon hate this Donald. guy already. I Hey, listen. <laughs> um he's got a background in writing. We didn't even give an opinion on the last woman. I did. I said I liked her. Did you like her? Yeah, sure. I liked her. What uh, where are you gonna get that kind of detail? <laughs> Can we even release this at this point? It is I don't it's like I just I I think it's at this point we're doing a meta commentary slash satire <laughs> on this type of show. <laughs> That's what it is. That's what it is. We're just we're heightening the reality so people are like oh my god it actually is like those shows yeah where but it's like oh now they're getting back to just talking about the people and it's boring again let's scroll 15 minutes to see if they get worked up about how bored they are i think it's funny that this guy fancies himself a writer he says he has background in writing he's a content producer and all his favorite Survivor players are guys who work in TV as writers. Well, guess what? He's a winner, too, because he put Settlers of Catan. And his hobbies, yes. Um, no. Would we know? Oh, he hates. Oh, he'd rather get a root canal than play Settlers of Catan. Sorry. He hates tabletop games. So he's a l- bigger loser than we thought. That's got to be the ultimate loser. Yeah, that's so he he had two pet peeves. So no, like pet, the pet peeve was adult men who who have Snapchat, and then one something you never know from looking at you. He's like, you know what? I'm going to say another pet peeve. I hate tabletop games. Yeah, <laughs> why would I assume that from looking at you that you hate tabletop games? I guess I would maybe assume that he played Dungeons and Dragons because he looks like a fucking nerd. But <laughs> um. <laughs> Jesus Christ, you hate this guy. I I do agree with them, though, adults with Snapchat, because, like, I mean, what the hell are you using it for? Sending dick pics to who? Yeah, it's always bad news. That's Chris D'Elia. Yeah, it's always bad news. Yeah, he's right. He's on to something with this. Maybe I hate Settlers of Catan, even though I'm staring at it right now. Oh, and guess what? Um, uh, This man... Brandon gets on his soapbox for biggest inspiration. He says, every teacher I've ever had, each one has imparted something I still carry to this day, and they're so overworked, underpaid, and undervalued. Pay teachers more. Um, I agree with that sentiment, uh, except the my biggest inspiration right being every teacher I've ever had, because between the grades of grade four and grade seven, um, and even throughout high school, I liked my grade eight teacher, but throughout high school, this also happened to me. Many teachers were mean to me. What were they mean to you about? I had undiagnosed ADHD and couldn't focus. And they took that as me being disrespectful. And I was a fucking child. Um, so next time you get up on your soapbox, it's 
Brandon Donlin. Why don't you think of all the undiagnosed ADHD children out there and <laughs> well, keep your keep your fucking mouth shut? Yeah, that your teachers probably actually sucked, and that he was just privileged. Well, he, he definitely was gifted and had a big big old brain. Um, well, yeah, he's a he's a hit writer like Jonathan Penner. Yeah, yeah, he's a writer for fucking. Uh, Sprite's Instagram account. <laughs> and it's just... It, it sounded like you fell asleep before the punchline <laughs> and woke up and were like, Sprite. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to be good. I don't know. I've, I like... I like all four people. He the funny thing drive, so. about like if he listens to this podcast, he's like, "What the fuck? These guys are dragging me." He's like, "Ah, but their podcast really sucks, so who cares?" <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet he, I bet he, as like a content producer slash writer, he he can't fucking stand all the shitty Survivor podcasts that just talk about who's got the will and strength to be the sole survivor. So he's like. Gotta find these guys. They're loose. They're comedians. They live in Toronto. There's writers. A, a couple of writers. Literally two writers like me. And then they, he turns on the podcast and he's like, next time you want to say something nice about teachers, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Skipping what? ahead. Do you like him? No, I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> Emily flipping, Emily flipping. I'm yeah. all in. I'm I, I'm also flipping, Cody. Flipping you off. Holy fuck! Is it because she's 28, not 26? And yeah, she's they're rising. That's good. Uh, originally from oh, you Texas. Think they're in age order. I don't know. Maybe. Um, is Bruce at the very end? <laughs> Bruce is back. Uh, yeah, huge story, huge story. We buried the lead. Bruce is back. We should just cover his, do a whole episode on his profile. Um, I want to uh, compare his profile to last year's. I bet it's more about copied and pasted his injury. Oh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Being injured on Survivor. <laughs> uh, wood pieces that hit you in the head. Uh, <laughs> So Emily Flippin, um, originally from Texas, now living in MD. Not sure what MD stands for. Sorry, American listeners. Um, uh, I guess is it I Maryland? I'll look it up. You you read ahead. She's direct, genuine, and aggressive. Um, and she said uh, that the reason she wants to be a part of Survivor is that some of the best advice she received was live more interesting life. What's more interesting than Survivor? So then she—that's <laughs> uh, um, a good, you know, <laughs> omen that somebody was telling you to be more interesting. <laughs> so you're going on a TV show where you have to be interesting. <laughs> yeah, well, maybe not uh, expect confessionals. Which player do you identify the most with? Um, I've been told my personality is extremely similar to Cass. People don't like her in her life. 
people don't like this person. <laughs> they're telling her to like, be more interesting in that they're that she's like one of the most unlikable characters on the show, Survivor. Oh my god. She plans on playing her own game, however, and making an entirely unique set of mistakes. <laughs> you know what? Maybe she will get confessionals. This um, isn't this is not good. This season's a disaster. Pet peeves nearly everything. Oh my god. Passing all she, she passed all three levels of her CFA uh, exam on her first test, on her first attempt. And then trust me it's a solid humble brag in the world of finance. And I'm going to say that it's just a brag. It's not a humble brag. She likes doting over her cat, though, like you do. Yeah. And meal prepping, like you. Yeah, you're right. I did meal prep this week. And video games, like you. No. I guess you two are pretty similar. Sometimes when I'm upset, I play GTA. I shoot people. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm going to be trying that strategy after this podcast is done. What's funny is I, I I don't I do play GTA when I'm upset sometimes, but I just drive the cars. It's kind of the best driving game because you don't have to race; you can just do a free just drive around. Do you follow the rules? Do you stop at the stoplight? Um, the answer, my friend, is blowing in the wind. No, <laughs> I don't. Um, her biggest influence in life is her dad. He's shown me the importance of accepting yourself for who you are, also pushing yourself out of your comfort zone. We um, started too strong with Naruto. Yeah. I mean, at least the teachers was different. He was kind of lame about it, though, right? It's funny. There's, there's just some subtle clues in this woman's bio. I just, for whatever reason, he's shown me the importance of accepting yourself. It just to me means like, People don't like this person. You think this is the villain of the season? Maybe. Flippin'? Flippin'. More like flippint. Sheesh. Um, I lack a lot of the traditional qualities that make a good survivor player. I'm out of shape, don't really like the outdoors, and people can find me off-putting, which is exactly why they'll never see me coming. Do you think this is the only podcast where the two people hosting it would rather be doing something else. Like you'd rather be in bed and I'm looking at outside and rather be there. No, I'm not. I wouldn't rather be in bed. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a good time. (laughs) Emily flipping. Watch this. I'm, I can't wait to see you on survivor. You could also be the first one out. Uh, let's get to Brandon Brando Meyer. Brando. Brando. Age. Look at that age. Tell me. Live react. 23. They're out of sync. Yeah. It's just people in their 20s so far, though. Brando. Second Brandon, though. First Brando. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fucking writer guy with was uh, Brandon. So he's Brando. Okay. Oak Park. Hometown. Seattle. Software developer. I wonder if he knows my friend. Um, and uh, three words to describe you. Curious, clever, motivated. 
Look, this guy knows. Put the alliteration at the beginning. Um, put the alliteration at the beginning. This is my cause as president. Um, what about his hero, David Wright? Yeah. And Yaman. Interesting people. Mm-hmm. Favorite hoppies. Both lost. Come on, go. And puns. running in disco golf puns, especially when they get a good groan out of everyone. I just or it, no, not a, not a groan. Get a laugh. Strive. No, you want people to not want to be around you. So um, he's looking for value, what he values in an alliance party partner. And this is interesting to me. Someone who can pick up the pieces I miss. It's going to be physical strength or connections. Um, if there's someone I would be proud of as also, if there are someone I would be proud of as a winner in the area of betrayals, Ricard, Shan, Jesse, Cody, I think this is important. Do you think we're living in the era of betrayals, betrayals right now? Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean, we're seeing people flip from Alliance. We're seeing people flipping. That's why flipping might do well in this, because that's Emily, all we see these days. Emily flipping around, yeah. Well, just don't tell people your last name or they'll know what you're going to do. Um, <laughs> yeah, she's hiding her last name. Other people are hiding their careers. <laughs> What's your last name, Emily? Uh, flopping? <laughs> um. Uh, pet peeves. Look at this. Read this out loud. When someone takes the urinal next to you, despite plenty of others being open. <laughs> I I don't know. I mean, that rarely happens. I mean, if there's a bunch of open urinals, I don't think that like if you're gonna go stand next to someone, this is like mildly psychotic. I don't. Know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> you should start doing it. And see how your life changes. I used to not care about peeing next to people, but nowadays I'm kind of like, ah, I gotta pee next to this guy. Well, yeah, we're getting the 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 problem is that the bathrooms are getting colder. Colder? Oh, <laughs> oh, you're talking about penises. Yeah. <laughs> it's not even about that to me. It's just like I this peeing is disgusting. Why are we peeing next to each other? Yeah, well, I, I'm sick of people choosing the urinal next to me and then just splashing their piss all over my leg. You're not, you're, you're not joking. These urinals these days, <laughs> it's a problem. Yeah, and the and the other problem is the bathrooms keep getting colder. I haven't had that problem. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Being at being at TIFF all week, I've been peeing next to people a lot it's just like why do we do this let's put a fucking barrier up <laughs> I, I do like the washrooms with the it doesn't matter where you pee when they have like the urinal barrier in between each one everyone's comfortable feels like luxury you know that nobody's gonna sneak over and hand job you that's what you're worried about kinda Okay, so Brando's. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get jacked off while I'm missing. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Brando's accomplishment, accomplishment he's most proud of is 
He wrote, illustrated, and published his own children's book. I've always had a passion for writing. Both Brandons who write. But at least Brando actually did shit and not just fucking made a fucking Instagram story. I like I like Brando. Yeah. Me too. Well, I you know what, Joel? I feel like we're hitting our stride now and I uh, and I I'm enjoying the podcast again. I'm back on board with this podcast. I'd like to publicly announce it. <laughs> uh, I, I hope that the other Brandon isn't listening cuz I've been taking shots at him. <laughs> uh, uh, screw that guy. What do we think Brando's children's book is about? Um, peeing next to uh, people in the urinal. Oh, you know how, bathroom how, etiquette. Uh, Jim Carrey wrote a book about a like a wave. What? He wrote a book about a little wave. Okay. I think it would be funny if Brando wrote a book about. <laughs> <laughs> Personified piss. Oh my god! How many people have we gone through? Four, five, five, and we uh, have uh, a half an hour left. Forty-five. Oh my god! This someone needs to cancel us. <laughs> so our network's right there. <laughs> <laughs> we. We always have a sonar executive looking in and yeah. uh, <laughs> and on the Zoom with us. Mm-hmm. And or, I don't know. Brandon can send us a cease and desist. Yeah, that's honestly at this point, we need a reason to stop this. <laughs> we do this every season and it's <laughs> always popular. People like it. Us making fun of these people <laughs> and, their, and what they chose to put in this bio. Which they probably had to write in like 30 minutes. Didn't think about it too hard. (laughs) Oh, it doesn't matter. I mean, and usually like it doesn't really match what they're like in real life. Like none of this ends up mattering. Well, I ended up destroying Kane last year and his was pretty much like his profile. He was pretty dull. Mm hmm. And actually, Brandon, not Brando, Brandon reminds me of Kane. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of pissing me off. Yeah. Even though he, Brandon loves Dungeons and Dragons and Brand, uh, sorry, uh, Kane loves Dungeons and Dragons and Brandon hates tabletop games. Oh, they would hate each other. They're like the opposite of each other, but also the same. But enough about Brando. Let's talk about Hando. Hando. Hannah Rose. 33 years old from Woodbridge, CT, Baltimore City, Maryland. Now, occupation, she's a therapist. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God, another therapist. She identifies what? with Abby Brack, Bracco, but hope she'll play just like her and Kelly Wentworth. Well, Aubrey she sucks. She loves the edge of extinction. Aubrey sucks, though. Yeah. I don't but- mind her uh, uh, on podcasts. I think she has had a journey on Survivor that is less than desirable. Um, but I can see why many women identify with her, especially what, in her first season. What do you think about her biggest inspiration? Who her biggest inspiration is, Joel? Seems like, like she's doing a, a plug. 
And friend Rishi, who is on Broadway national tour of Jagged Little Pill and is incredibly brave and wholehearted and also Brene Brown. Who the hell is Brene Brown again? She's an author of self-help novels. That's what Mimi just yelled from the other room. Um, So Jagged Little Pill, popular musical, and it is a jukebox musical of Alanis Morissette songs. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. I assumed by the title. Yo, 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 I don't know. Um, so Rishi, good for Rishi. Um, uh, I wonder what uh, Hannah's parents are thinking, reading this, being like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Everyone else wrote their parents. That's what my parents would say. Everyone else wrote their parents. What about Naruto? I'm like, well, yeah, the one loser put Naruto. At least I put someone cool, like uh, Joe Cool. Chucky. (laughs) My my inspiration is Chucky. (laughs) From Child's Play. (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, what what more do we need to say about her? Go, she she's seems com- accomplishment getting sober. So sober, she's getting sober when she's twenty years old. Sober, sober. That's, that's what you're doing. <sighs> mm, I've had a fun summer. Let's say. Whoa, uh, we haven't. Just so the listeners know, we don't speak at all. <laughs> I haven't seen or heard from Joel in since the finale last year. <laughs> no, we saw each other at the spooky flea market. That's true. We did hang out at the spooky flea market. That was really nice. You you got your your tusk thing? Did you find a place for that? Oh yeah. I should take a picture for you. Um so Cody loves the movie Tusk, directed by Kevin Smith. And I um there was a like what do you call it? Diorama? A diorama, which was huge. <laughs> and I saw it and I said, Cody, I saw this tusk thing you might like. He's like, oh, I saw that online. I want to get it. And we go over. It's huge. And he immediately buys it. I thought I was just going to show it to him. <laughs> well, I mean, I asked the price. And I had a price in my head that I was like, this is probably what it's going to be. And that's too much. Mm-hmm. But then he said a hundred bucks. People at home are being like, what the fuck? A hundred bucks. <laughs> <laughs> like this guy couldn't tip his Uber East drivers. <laughs> I was deciding. I wanted to see how he did first. Mm-hmm. Are we All tipping right, on service or are we tipping just for the sake of it? Hey, I think it's good to spend money on something like that, that you'll have for a long time. That's true. I mean, you didn't have that um, poke bowl for as long as I've had this tusk statue. I'm meal prep now. Oh, you're a meal prep? I don't, I don't do Uber Eats. I'm meal prep now. Hey, let's talk about our next person. Hannah's... I'm done with Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, our next person's sure Bruce. All right. What's what's Bruce Bruce's shot? Come on. I love this game, he says. This is something that I need that chance to play. I lost that chance, and now I have it back. Yep. 
what's one life experience that has prepared you for the game? The My foster life. care stuff. We know. We know. It's still yeah. Jeremy. Still, still my boy, Jeremy. Um, but yeah, this is a shortened profile. I guess they're expecting us to go back. And So how do you think he's going to do? Um, I mean, saying that he'll play like Jeremy, Jesse, and Jaybor. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Playing like Jesse and Gabler. I don't know how you're going to do that, buddy. Um, I'm hoping big things for Bruce, but he could immediately get voted out because he's at least been on the island before. He could also get immediately hit his head. Well, I hope that doesn't happen. Bunk. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Survivor Bunk. Oh, no. It's right away. <laughs> It's his head on Jeff's knee. <laughs> oh, oh <Honk>. God. <laughs> so he's had a year to kind of be like, okay, what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think about it. How do I not bonk my head again? <laughs> what was my... What was my biggest flaw last season? <laughs> I don't like the part where I bonked my head. <laughs> that was my downfall. <laughs> this is the part where the listeners just see us go into insanity now. <laughs> it's like, oh, now they like their podcast too much. <laughs> yeah. They're really feeling the waves of this one. Oh, we have so little time left and so many people to talk about. Janani, Krishnan. Jamaya. Jamaya, is that what she's going by? Jamaya. Okay. She's a singer. Neat dress. Oh, cool. Maybe maybe she'll sing a said diddy while she's out there. Hey, oh, we are, we are, we are. Um ambitious, optimistic, creative. She lives in L.A. Turned LA. down early admission at Harvard to be a singer. That was the biggest risk of her life. And guess what? It didn't pay off. No, I don't know. Maybe she's doing well. I have no idea. I'm sorry I'm being mean to these, her. These, quest, these answers, girl, compared to Bruce's profile, these are so huge. Bruce is so succinct and so short with his answers. Oh, and Joel, they're Jay- too long. Can you, I lay down and you just read them to me? Oh, uh, yeah. It would take me about an hour. <laughs> I saw that she wants to be like Parvati. That's Parvati, her yeah. Marianne. Marianne, Parvati. Um, they're good. They're fine. Oh, she says this about Par- Parvati. Not only are we both named after powerful in Hindu goddesses. So there you go. Oh. Not know that about Parvati's name, nor Jemiah's name, but still. But I can resonate with how people have underestimated her strength and strategic skill because of her bubbly personality. Why was Parvati named after a Hindu goddess? Well, she is like all yogi and stuff, right? So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe her family are like kind of hippies. Seems like so they like that kind appropriation. of mythology. You know, I mean. It's, it's weird. Um, 
What does she value? These are long answers. She's, she's she, talk about. We got Brando and Brandon as the writers, but they they knew how to, you know, kill their darlings. Yeah, she's a right. singer. She's been waiting right for her her a chance to monologue. Yeah. Do you like it when you go to concerts and the band just starts talking and riffing? I like it um, to a point. Um, not like the whole time, but uh, I don't like it when the, they don't say anything at all. Oh, like you don't it. like just song to song? Yeah. You need something. I mean, they, can, they can do some song to song. Like they can do mostly song to song, but every so often they got to stop and be like, hey, how's it going? Thanks for coming out. I love Toronto so much. Um, <laughs> Do you need them to say I love Toronto? Would you feel robbed if they didn't stop and say they love Toronto? Yeah, they need to pretend that they like where they are right now. <laughs> <laughs> Knowledge. It's the least they can do. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, I might see some talking and riffing tonight at the concert I'm going to. What concert are you going to? Steel Panther. Oh, that's tonight. Yeah. Do you think they'll be talking and riffing? Yeah, they probably say some fucked up shit. Well, I I think that the concert didn't sell well. Okay. Because they um, put tickets on sale today or this week in partnership with Pizza Pizza for $11. Why is Pizza Pizza hitching their ride to Steel Panther? (laughs) They love glory holes, I guess. Yeah, that there's some there's some weird songs. They have, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, if we're gonna if somewhere there's gonna be a glory hole in Toronto, I, first place I would look would be Pizza Pizza. <laughs> it's right going into where they made the pizzas. Yeah, it's in the pizza oven. <laughs> yeah, yo. Um, oh my God, this accomplishment that she's most proud of. She's, I think. Her video is going to be a lot. Is just from looking at these things. We didn't. Uh, did we say we hadn't watched the videos? Did we yeah. say that we haven't prepped anything for this? <laughs> I'm now I'm down on the podcast again. <laughs> I was feeling really good about it, but now I hate oh this podcast. God. You probably wouldn't be able to tell, but I'm a youngest international pun championships award winner in history. Oh. Puns again. If you like puns, tell us a pun. Don't no. just say you're a pun champion. Because, because they know that people don't like them. So they're going to piss people off and then hey, we're going to want them out. I like puns. I think pun wordplay is can be clever sometimes as long as you're going for a laugh and not a groan. If you're just being fucking dumb as shit. <laughs> I think that... Puns are as bad as being racist, sexist, or homophobic. Then I'm about to get canceled when my album comes out. <laughs> um, biggest inspiration right in life, grandmother. That's the second grandparent um, that's been fucking mentioned. Brando also mentions his grandfather. Um, her grandmother, she climbed Mount... Kachinjunga with Tenzig Norgay, the, one of the first people to submit Mount Everest, becoming the first South Indian woman in history to do so. For her bravery, she was awarded the Ice Axe Medal by the 
Indian government, maybe she should bring the ice axe metal to the island. It could do her some good. And don't be carrying the ice axe metal around when you're listening to Merge Boot, I'll tell you that. Um, okay, we got one of the biggest nerds I've ever seen in my life, Drew Basile, <laughs> next. Look at that picture. I know what the transition. You didn't even say what you thought of her. You're like, ah, whatever. Here's a big nerd. <laughs> it looks like he's never crossed his arms before. And the photographer says, can you cross your arms? And he was like, what? <laughs> 23 years old. Um, hates the autocorrect for, oh, my God, what's the autocorrect? What does it do? Does it switch it to OMG for you? So my phone, when I wrote OMW, like on my way, it switches to on my way. Oh, if you do OMG, does it autocorrect you to, oh, my God? What's the Maybe. deal here? I'm going to try to text you. Oh, um, my God. Wait, did you block my number? Yes. <laughs> so he lives in Philadelphia, moved from Birmingham, and the life experience he's doesn't autocorrect with, anything. I don't know what he's talking about, man. I... This guy's my pet peeve. He worked at a cell center in Philadelphia, and he believes that gave him practical sales experience that I think a lot of my people don't, my age don't have. You have to make a connection in the first 10 seconds or you are out of luck. Hey, salesman, do well on Survivor as long as you don't tell Cody that you're a salesman. Me, Cody. Cody, uh, me, uh, Cody, L L I V I N, me, Cody, you, Joel. Um, okay, another Cochrane. People will make the comparison to Cochrane, but I identify the most with Penner. Yeah, he's a writer too. He said he's smart, witty, and dynamic. I guarantee he's a fucking writer. What's he say? He's grad student. Yeah, this guy's a fucking writer too. Look who this is going to be an annoying season. I, I, I think we should look at his hobbies. Playing Scrabble, writing, and trivia. Oh, my God. These guys are going to be out there fucking writing short stories together. They're going to be making anthologies together, brainstorming. Can you proofread my chapter? Yeah. Um, he, he thinks he's going to remind us of Ryan Ulrich in season 35. Do you think that there's going to be people completely pissed off by our bios if we were ever on Survivor? Oh, 100%. <laughs> I mean, I would have to lie to not come across annoying. <laughs> if I ever, if someone ever was like in their hobbies, oh, cycling, um, doing stand-up comedy, writing, podcasting, I'd be like, fuck this guy. <laughs> fuck this guy. This guy sucks. I would I would write down uh, hobbies, putting on sunglasses, having big muscles, Uber Eats, Uber <laughs> Uber Eats. Um, he says that he won a trivia national championship in 2019. Was this pub trivia? I do trivia every week. Where? Well. I do it at the local comic book shop. I'm wearing the shirt right now, sidekick. Mm. I do it there. Um, 
but it's on Wednesdays, so I'm going to be pretty heartbroken when trivia is done for me for a bit. Mm-hmm. Then I've been doing it at Duke's Refresher on Front Street as well on Tuesdays sometimes. Oh, wow. I just love trivia. I love knowledge. Mimi and I were going uh, at a place near our house on Mondays for a bit. Um, and other than the movie round, I always felt like a total dumbass. Yeah, the movie round is where I shine as well. Mm-hmm. But I do okay on the others. But but then if I get anything wrong in the movie round, I fucking want to die. <laughs> That's your round. Yeah. They, I did get one wrong uh, on Tuesday that I think you would have known. It was just basically you had to, um, based off the image, mm-hmm. say what movie it was from. Mm-hmm. And it was just a photo of Michael Myers. Mm-hmm. So it was like you had to say which specific one. Which uh, one was it? It was H2O. I should have known it would be the funny thing. Like it's the funniest thing to put H2O. Why? That's funnier than Halloween. Mm. Was I mean? Was it? I guess he has a kind of a specific mask in that one. Was he like? Was Josh Hartnett in it? Was Jamie Lee looking like in her short hair era then? No, they weren't. It was only Michael Myers in the picture. <laughs> that was the that was the absolute fucked up His, thing with it. That's a good movie. His mask looks terrible in that movie. I should have known. Michael's mask is like, his hair is like white. It looks awful. Um, well, it was kind of like the back of his head. It was like the only picture with the back of Michael Myers' head. And they wanted me to say which one. Yeah, and it was tough. also dark. That's tough. Uh, okay, we're next up to Julie Alley. How do you, how do you, before we move on, how do you like Drew Basile? Huge nerd. Uh. Huge fucking nerd, man. I'm sick of all these writers. There's too many. But I will say he he the call center thing does make me go, hmm. And I like that he's like very authentic, you know. I don't think he's gonna be a nervous little nerd. I'm just saying that there's not that many jobs for the Millers. They can't all write on it. <laughs> well, the Millers, I'm ready to go. <laughs> we canceled years ago. All right. <laughs> Julie Alley. 49. Mm-hmm. How old is Bruce? Uh, let me check. Right, read some stuff. Read some stuff. While Bruce I check. is 47 and she's 49. I checked already. Oh, my um, God. Why did we both check? We just stalled the podcast. No, it wasn't stalled at all. I think, I, I think. Now you're stalling it. I th- um, think I'm losing blood. Forty-year-old single mom, single mom, single malt. <laughs> I think we're both losing blood. Forty-year-old single mom, two middle school children. This is in 2015. Uh, she started law school. She started law school at uh, 40 years old, and now she's 49. She's an estate attorney. She watched survivors get a second chance at the time. The whole game felt like my second chance of surviving life. I was hooked. Survivor still inspires, inspires me to take risks and win at life. Nice. Three. nice. So she fucking started over at 40. That's neat. Holy 
fucking shit. Good for you, Julie. You go, girl. We'll be doing that. Fucking, huh? We'll be doing that. Starting over at 40? Well, yeah. I'm 30. Something's got to give. Yeah. This next uh, 10 years is going to be tough. Yeah. Uh, okay. She mostly identified with Siri. She got off the couch. She got up. She, you famously got off the couch. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty on board with her. Um, my only problem is that her pet peeve is slurping coffee. How else do you want me to drink it, asshole? What it, like? What is slurping coffee? What does that mean? Going like this? Did I mean, I that? barely heard that. Yeah, I didn't really. It didn't bother me at all. <laughs> and also, she 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 specifies other people slurping coffee. So that means she's allowed to. Yeah, she. Uh, this is fucked up. This I, is fucked I can up. slurp all I want, but when someone else does it, that's my pet peeve. My pet peeve is when someone puts a straw in their coffee and starts sucking it up. What if it's iced coffee? Yeah, I'm okay with that, actually. Yeah. Well, I prefer the lids without the straws, like the the sippy cup lids. Yeah, I like those you, for iced yeah, coffee. Yeah, because you anyway. have a brain. Yeah. Because yeah. I have a brain. If you only had a brain, biggest inspiration and why? Oh, wow. My mom. When I was in my diverse attorney's office at 39 and called my mom to tell her I was going to be an attorney, she replied with, yes, you are. Just like that, no questions, only confidence. Um, That's your biggest inspiration? Oh, like her inspiration, like, because she, like, tells her, yeah, of course you are. That's nice. She went back to nursing school when she was 45 and still is a research nurse at 78. My mom challenges the norm. The norm? Norm McDonald? Fires me to say yes to challenges. Uh, she's yeah, she's gonna be the sole survivor because she reads people all. And just so you know, she does say Jesse in the players that inspire yeah, her. Jesse and three, and she says every answer she mentions that she's in her forties. It's getting a little much. Well, she's probably looking around and being like, "Am I the oldest person here?" Uh, do they, do they write their bios? On the island? Yeah. Next up is the best name in the game, Jake O'Kane. Another Kane. An O'Kane. He's a Massachusetts boy. He's 26 years old. What the fuck? And he's an attorney. You're an attorney at 26? Fuck off. Another 26-year-old, though. We're, we're pretty packed on 26. I know. What is this, um, season 26? What is this? That's why everybody keeps saying Cochrane because they're all 26. Lost 80 pounds. Oh, to get on Survivor? No, just uh, lost it when he was... Forged, when he was going to law school, yeah. Well, cool. I, I've i lost 90 pounds, Joel. Good for you, man. Have you noticed? Yes, I have. Do you think because that... Because you can't stop posting about it on Instagram. You think I got big muscles? Yeah, yeah, good for you, man. I'm proud of you for that. Well, I love posting about it on Instagram because, Joel, I want you to see my body. But you never comment on it, so I have to keep on posting to try to fish you in. So you want me to, like, publicly <laughs> comment, being like, yes, man, you're my inspiration. Yeah, I want you to be like, Those look. good. I want you to repost my post about being in the gym and go, look at my friend's hot bod. 
Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> Holy fuck, I'm dripping. That's what I want uh, you to put. All right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, maybe you guys went to the same gym, you and Jake O'Kane. Maybe that's... Maybe I'll see him there today and get an interview. Um, what's one life experience that prepared you for the game? I feel like studying for the bar exam prepared me for Survivor. Yeah, well, I studied for the bar exam, uh, which was drinking a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Previous player to identify the most with Wendell. Well, both. both went to law school. Okay, buddy. Yeah, are you gonna fucking make a chair out there? <laughs> oh, and get look at this favorite hobbies: theater and Dungeons and Dragons, and of course, working out. Um, so he's more he, he he's putting the cane in O'Kane. I'll tell you that. Well, yeah, this is a guy that plays tabletop games mm-hmm. that works out. Mm-hmm. Like he, the other guy was pissed pissed off about tabletop games. He's like, "I'm not a nerd." Well, guess what, buddy? You looked like a fucking nerd, Brandon. Yeah, and yeah, he's overcompensating. This guy is jacked to shit, built like an absolute brick shit house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Coming out there with a law degree and likes Dungeons and Dragons. This guy's got me dripping. Is it mm-hmm. too hard for me to ask for you to say the same thing about me, Joel? That what? That I got you dripping? I don't know. Not many things have me dripping. <laughs> a hot day. I'll I'll work at it. I'll work at it. Girl, are you a hot day? Because you got me dripping. I'm going to stop posting the pictures to my story and just directly to you now. <laughs> Hey, put him, make him a close friend story and make me your only close friend. <laughs> Favorite hobbies, theater. Oh, we already said that. But theater, that makes me think that maybe Brando might write him a little play and he'll perform it for everybody. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something? Um, accomplishment he's proud of, finishing a Spartan race. I don't even know what that means. This guy's on... Too much about the gym, even for me. And he makes his best homemade pizza. Um, Biggest inspiration is his mom. And okay, do you like Jake O'Kane? Yeah, I like him. So you're feeling okay about O'Kane? He reminds me of a young me. Except I uh, didn't take the barks him. And he's uh, more successful and... Everything than me and younger. Next up, we got 35 year old woman, Brooklyn, uh, n- Brooklyn uh, occupant. Her name is Katura Tops. 35? An attorney att- as well. Yeah. Attorney. Calculating, determined, unexpected. Why do you want to be a part of the survivor to remind myself of the power that the brave and multi dimensional woman inside of me holds? Uh, she says, walking through the world as a black person, a woman, a queer person, and a child of poverty. Oh, that's the one life experience that has prepared her for the game. That's, you know, it's true. Natalie and Spencer is the people that she wants to play with. Spencer? Spencer Bledsoe? You're going to play like Spencer? I don't know. Tiny bit of Rob's manipulative leadership, but not overboard. Yeah, be careful about that. People don't like that kind of thing. 
Well, especially in today's Survivor, any kind of leadership, you're out immediately. Um, that's why Bruce wanting to play like Gabler, he might be onto something. Mm-hmm. She says that one of her favorite hobbies is countering systemic racism. Um, I I I understand that uh, she probably has to do that a lot, but. Would she really call it a hobby? I guess so. That's something like like in the same in the same sentence with hot yoga and eating delicious food, <laughs> countering systemic racism. Hey, I am not saying anything about honestly counter all the systemic racism and let me know how I can help. But either way, I don't. I feel like you got to have hobbies. Because that feels like a stressful thing to have to do all the time. Hobbies are meant to be the thing that kind of calms you down. And if that calms you down, all the power to you. But uh, it's funny to list it in your hobbies, no? Well, yeah. But at the same time, if you're doing it all the time, then it's a hobby, baby. I guess. Listen, Um, baby. Slow talkers is one of her pet peeves. Yeah, she's going to hate the start of this podcast. Yeah. Slow walking and slow talking is a pet peeve. I'll just say this. Um, sometimes I feel like walking slow. Sometimes I feel like talking slow. Sometimes I feel like walking fast. My girlfriend, fast walker. Sometimes when we're walking somewhere... You can't even not, keep up. We're not in a fucking hurry. I have to be like, hey, I don't want to walk fast right now. I, I see the two of you walking sometimes. And she's way ahead, and you have one of your arms up like this, and then you're uh, holding your stomach, and you're uh, panting. Or holding my heart. Yeah, holding your your heart, and you're on the ground, Mm -hmm. and she's still walking. Mm -hmm. That happens all the time. Um, She speaks French, and she's colorblind. Oh, she, She might get her tribes mixed up. She thinks the green is orange. She'll play for the wrong team in a in a challenge. Well, her biggest her biggest inspiration is herself as a child. Joel, do you know that we have like eight people left and ten minutes? One, two, Maybe three, seven. four, five. Six. Six. We have six left. Oh, God. It's okay. I I like her. Yeah. I do. I like her. I do. Joel, there's no time to get into a sneezing fit. We're in the crunch now. It's Caleb time. Yeah. Caleb looks cool. I like his pants. pants. Nice, Nice pants. He's got a good style. Honestly, would wear those pants. I would I would spend as much as I paid paid on that Poke Bowl on most pants. <laughs> oh, twenty nine from Canada. Oh, this is a Canadian guy. Oh, amazing. We. Oh my God. Let me just start by saying what a fucking difference from this guy to Kane. We get a cool looking fucking guy with cool pants. Software salesman from Vancouver, not Saskatoon. 
Oh my God. Our last person. I don't know if you listeners watched last season, but let me break it down for you. He was an absolute fucking dud loser. <laughs> Walking around with his sword. Walking around with his Being sword. Like, I'm a dungeon master. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> That guy pissed me off. I am so happy. People fucking voted him out because he was fucking annoying. Oh, and Jeff was pissed off. Jeff was pissed off that Kane was playing with the props and breaking them. Oh, my God. Thank yeah. God. Thank God that Caleb we have. looks Caleb. like a neat, a neat guy. Um, He's charismatic, opportunistic, and a golden retriever. Describing himself as a dog. Golden Retriever is two words as well. Um, oh, laughing with his mom at the uh, pathetic crying survivors on TV. I think he's not going get to get along with Emily Flippin. <laughs> uh, one million USD goes even further in Canada. No kidding. Thank God yeah. someone's talking about it. Yeah. Um. He was lifeguarding at 17 to start a painting business. I ran this business throughout university to pay for school. I've been failing lots of all my life, but I have the life and street skills to bring to Survivor. I'd love to say Tooney, Tony, Tony, but out of respect, but I won't. <laughs> I'd so love to say Tooney because I'm Canadian. Yeah. Um. Then who are you going to say, dude? Well, it doesn't matter. I I like his answer here because I it, I said it's disrespectful to pick Tony. Someone else did it earlier. Screw you, man. You're not going to play like that. I respect yeah, his answer. Maybe here. maybe he picked Tony because of the Tooney thing. He thought it was Tooney. And he says I love having Toonies in my wallet. Play some, I, play some pool. I don't think we're good at riffing anymore. Pet peeves, people with no sense of humor. So he would love this podcast. Also, <laughs> yeah. Do you like podcasts where they make jokes, but none of them land? And he uh, says, people who talk about wanting things, but won't do anything about it. Well, I feel like we did something about it. We wanted a podcast. We started it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, I, I think I'm on board with him. Uh-huh. He definitely I'm, has a strong personality. Um, and I'm sorry to uh, move past him so fast, but he's already sold me. His, his dad is his, his, his uh, biggest inspiration. Okay, well, we didn't right. have to try to desell me. Okay, Kelly. Ooh. Whoa, what, um, what are you saying? <laughs> Joel, what's going on here? Those are... That was an interesting reaction. Nothing. Nothing. She just... No, she did... <laughs> what? what? As a reporter, it's important for me to get to the bottom of that reaction. I just... What? 30 years what? old. Same age as you, Joel. How about that? Yeah. I know. I, it's... Yeah. That's, yeah, okay. <laughs> it's the same age as me. Let's, but, yeah, what? Seems like you're a little flustered there, buddy. No, I'm not. I'm not flustered. Well, she's scrappy, deliberate, and intuitive. Mm-hmm. She started walking, watching the show while working through the COVID pandemic as a nurse at NYC. You probably should have been looking after your patients that are watching Survivor. 
Um, uh, I'm sure she was doing it on her free time, but it was the most difficult thing I've ever done. It taught me that life is short and can change overnight. So why not go for what you want? Full tilt. Uh, life experience bravery for a game. I can pre-game an EMT at 18. Work through the COVID-19 pandemic. Yes. We will definitely get a flashback about that. She relates to Kelly Wentworth. Par- she bet she thinks like Parvati. And we'll also draw inspiration from Sari. Both nurses. Like, th- like three, like the that's the trifecta of the the woman's answer to what previous player you will play the most. Like Kelly Wentworth, <laughs> Parvati, and Sari. She and, likes playing acoustic guitar. Maybe she'll bring it to the beach and um the singer, Jay something. Jay Jay Mara. Maybe she'll Jay sing. Maybe she'll sing a song, yeah. She plays the what if we get guitar. the first Survivor band? It's not the first Survivor band. Who else? The Dragon Slayers. Coach and who? JT and Amanda Kimmel. Oh, my God. You've seen that. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, pet peeves. Inefficiency and know-it-all. Inefficiency and know-it-alls. I wouldn't call myself a know-it-all. She likes strategy board games. I'm a yes at all. You're a yeah. I'm not a know it all. I'm a yes at all. Strategy board games, yeah, girl. Don't talk. Oh, she doesn't like taking board games way too seriously. So she's kind of in between in the two Brandons. She's, or no, the two Canes. She seems pretty good. Oh and, no. Uh, this this I don't like. Who in your life is your biggest inspiration? Why my fiance Gabriel Gabrielle? Oh, oh no, I do like that. <laughs> um, here's the thing I don't like because I'm gonna go on a rant. So, <laughs> oh my uh, God, Joel, no, why she, don't you? Why don't you like that she her fiance's name is Gabrielle? No, I just didn't like that she had a... I was making a joke that I... Because I, I was flustered when I first saw her. I was making a joke that I'm mad that she's not single. And but now also, it's completely I'm, backfired on you. But also, I'm not single, so it's fine. Um, uh, And I'm not, I'm not like a toxic asshole like that. Do whatever you want. Um, <laughs> she has pre- persevered through difficult times against the odds and become not only successful, but through everything, been the most genuine generous, empathetic individual who brings everyone together. Love that. And I love the alliteration there. Genuine, generous, empathetic individual. Um, The alliteration there, to die for. How do you like the nurse, Kelly? Nalbani, Dian. I know that you liked her right away, but then you're pretty upset by her having a female fiance. No, I didn't. Not the female (laughs) part. I'm I'm grateful for that. I'm glad. I'm grateful. Whoa, that's too excited now. (laughs) Thanksgiving. That's what I'll be thankful for at Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Go around the table. (laughs) I'm grateful. Thank you, everyone. I'm thankful that Kelly from Survivor 45 has a female fiance. All right, we've got Nicholas. Sifu. Sifu. Gym owner, 30 years old. Hmm. A young cast. I mean, it is young overall. It's like two people in their 40s, and that's mm-hmm. it. And in early 30s. Mm-hmm. 
Um, to test himself emotionally, mentally, spiritually. Tony. It's another Tony guy. Mm-hmm. Like he's, the I mean, martial artist his whole time. Like, this guy, he's going to be an asset for challenges. Just looking at him. Gym owner, martial arts. Come on. Forget it. He Tony loves v. Dragon Ball Z. But he also says him and I about Tony. Him and I are equally as crazy. Well, favorite hobby, playing guitar, practicing tai, tai Chi, cooking, going on dates with my fiance. Oh, my God. A lot of fiance talk. His father. His father's his inspiration again. He loves Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, I already said that. You did? Yeah. Pet peeves, liars, and mean people. We're not even listening to each other anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so do you think he's going to go Super Saiyan mode? Um, yeah, he might. Apologies uh, to Sifu. I like Sifu. I, he'll likely be my first round pick. Whoa. That's a big choice. I mean, yeah. he this is... is my, he's my winner pick. He is teasing exactly the type of player you want. Mm-hmm. But he, his pet peeves are liars. But he loves Tony. Kendra McQuarrie. Kendra. Kendra McQuarrie. What did I say? Kendra? I thought you said. I think you said Kenja. <laughs> She's from. She lives in Steamboat Springs. She's a bartender, thirty-one, same age as me. Uh huh. Wow. But are you thirty-one yet? Well, in a uh, a week or two. In a week or two to two today. In a week or two to two. But my birthday party's going- today. At yeah. Steel Panther. Steel Panther. I I got the invite, but then I wasn't reminded about it. Well, I'm, now come, I'm not available tonight. Come on out. It's eleven dollars if you want a ticket. And but I have to eat a <laughs> slice of pepperoni pizza. Yeah, yeah. You have to have the free slice of pizza. It's eleven dollars, but it also comes with a free slice of pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, not worth it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, she's a bartender. Yes. Outgoing, determined, enthusiastic, uh, walking alone. What? Okay. Um, <laughs> she bits, she's bits of herself in a lot of strong female players like Amanda, Michelle, and Kim. Kim. Oh, from Kim Spradlin. Kim Spradlin. Yes. Not Kimmy. Uh, but I'm the first player I really connected with is Carolyn from season 44. Like her, I'm not afraid to be myself and let my freak flag fly. I love her authenticity and hope to bring that into the game myself. Oh, so they did see 44, but maybe just the first part, but she loves Carolyn. How do you like that? I like it a lot, but what I don't like is that she talks exactly like Drew Barrymore. Well, you seen a video of it? No, that's what her, uh, her thing is. It says on her oh, bio. People, I thought I talk exactly like Drew Barrymore. I love Drew Barrymore. Uh, do you? Because she's in a lot of hot water right now, buddy. For what? Uh, for flying to Canada and doing a commercial despite the strike. Oh. And taking one of our commercials. And then she's opened up her show without writers. She's just going to be the only writer during the strike. Yeah. Well, hopefully she uh, doesn't get in too much trouble. She's in a lot. She's done. I don't think she's done. I think she's going to be okay. You think um, she's going to do another Sandler movie? I would love to see her and Sandler get back together. 
Whoa, you're gonna get canceled now. You're you're not coming to my bat mitzvah. I watched that. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Got good reviews. We don't have to buy for this. <laughs> Sean Edwards. God bless you, Kendra. I think you'll do great. Yeah. I like um, who's your her inspiration? It's hard to pick one person because all my friends inspire me so much in so many different ways. Her friends, cool. Sean Edwards, looking good, tucked in shirt. Sean saying Zeke, Sari, and Todd. Okay, you win. <laughs> okay, picking you first. School, he's a 35-year-old school principal. Holy fuck. Uh, his favorite his favorite hobbies is my husband, Matt, is a great cook. <laughs> <laughs> his favorite thing to do is eat his food while spending quality time with I him think, and watching Survivor Seasons. I think that when he was asked that question, he was listening to our podcast and all the blood drained from his head like ours. <laughs> he said, I also love a good game night with my cousins. All these hobby things are in conversation with each other. People are, I feel like people are like reading the last one and writing theirs. He hates people that are arrogant. He's pretty proud of a lot of things like being the first openly gay school principal in my school district and getting his doctorate degree, having my work published in various academic journals. Wow, fucking writers. But all the pales in comparison to my absolute greatest success in life, which is marrying my husband, Matt. Okay. Yeah. Social game. He's got a story. His sister has autism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is, uh, this is probably my number one pick as it stands right now. Yeah, he looks cool. Sean Edwards, you're in. Sabia Broderick. Truck driver. Oh, like Carl. Like Carl. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm on a log. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville, resilient, vibrant crowd. It's a game that challenges you. Not only physically, mentally, and emotionally, but spiritually. It's a test of will and faith. Uh, four years active duty in the United States Marine Corps. Let's go support the troops. Joel, do you think I post about being in the gym too much? No, I don't. You can do whatever you want. Do you think I post about my cats too much? No. Okay. Does it make you happy to see me sweating? Yeah, it makes me very proud of you. I'm happy for you and your vegan diet. Um... I love Suri's <laughs> heart and strategic mind. She's a legend in this game, and I hope I can carry the same legacy. Suri was on the minds of many people here. Yeah, uh, actually. Before she was on Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, They're going to be really excited when they come off the island and see her on Big Brother. Yeah. Like, yes. She's or when they well. did. Yes. She's doing well on Big Brother. I don't watch. She's running the fucking house. All right, that's the cast. No, we're not done with her. Favorite hobbies, basketball, restaurant dates, painting, pet peeves, laziness, and I can't attitude. Serving my country was her biggest accomplishment and helping my dad vacation to Africa, his dream. Oh, who's your biggest inspiration and why? Her parents, immigrant from, dad immigrant from Jamaica, born into poverty. Now I, I think she's going to do well because she's built like a truck driver. Hell yeah. No, yeah, she would be great. She's going to be, she's going to do well. She's going to do well. Strong, strong personality. She's going to get along with people, I think, hopefully. 
Um, anyway, that's our cast. Oh my god, we made we'll, it through. We'll do the uh, the fucking uh, draft for our fantasy soon. We'll maybe have one more bonus episode before that as well. And we've also been thinking about doing some other special things throughout this season with a certain other show. So stay tuned for that. Let us know what you think of the new cast and remember to rate review and subscribe and be with us next week. And you'll get an even more in-depth stuff about these players. Oh, is that next week? Who's your winner pick? Oh, my winner pick. I mean, we don't really do that this time, but well, Sean Edwards and I'm a Sifu. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then we'll we'll do real winner picks next week when we're a bit more prepared. Yeah, we'll we'll watch the videos. Yes, thank you all for listening. I gotta go to work. <laughs> Goodbye, hey, Joel. Where do you work? Make a plug. I work at um, the elementary school that Sean Edward worked at. I'm the janitor. <laughs> wow, every teacher's great there. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm very bad at my job. Okay. <laughs> Goodbye. Thanks for listening. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar.